0: Hello everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is March the 26th, 2019. Strong hand, defended by selling. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Unconfiscatable. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Be a unique beast. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. I'm still in Los Angeles. Tomorrow's my last day in Los Angeles for this trip. You'll get another early show tomorrow and then we'll be back on Baltimore time. So I know a lot of you've been annoyed by the like 3 a.m. start times uh, or 2 a.m. start times East Coast. Well, we're, we're getting something somewhat normal now. So understand. So bear with me. I know you love it. Keep on pounding that like button. Check out the links below. Uh, And check out Friday's and Saturday's show. I forgot to say that. They were great. DisruptMeister.com. Also, all my podcasts are on SportsMeister.com. It's just a URL that I own, so you can easily find um, my podcast versions of this show. Audio. I know some of you like that audio. Okay, so we're one day closer to central banks owning Bitcoin. We're one day closer to a lot of things. One day closer to, to Bitcoin returning the 20K for all you fiat freaks out there. But the reason I bring up this uh, central bank aspect is that there is an, an article in Forbes and a, uh, well, Forbes online, and a, a Twitter thread about central banks possibly buying cryptocurrency. Now, I we've known about this for a while. I uh, Vinnie Lingham had a great article about that in 2016, uh, and that was the first time I ever heard it. He said, you know, eventually, soon uh, – the, they will. The central banks will start to buy Bitcoin secretly and compete against each. And when and it'll be a competition. It'll be a, a crypto war to see who can get the most uh, cryptocurrency, most Bitcoin. But as soon as one bank makes it public, then all the others are going to have to do it, and the price will jump up. Well, this article doesn't get into depth like uh, Vinny did back in the day, and it was very inspirational when I read that. Uh, Because I never really thought about the central that central banks would buy Bitcoin until I read that Vinny article back in 2016. Well, now it's 2019. Maybe you'll read this and it'll make you think long and hard about uh, central banks buying Bitcoin and what that would mean to for the price of Bitcoin in terms of fiat, of course. Uh, And here's the thread on the subject of central banks owning Bitcoin or other crypto assets. Crypto assets, okay. So uh, now it's been predicted that the Spark the spark that could, that could cause the next Bitcoin price rally could come from a surprising source. The world's central banks that might want to stock up on supplies of Bitcoin as a form of digital gold. Well, it wouldn't be a surprise to me, but I guess it would be a surprise to most people if that would be one of the uh, sparks of the next uh, fiat run. Again, if you read that Vinny article back in uh, 2016, it would not be a – I mean, he predicted that it, it would cause a run eventually. Uh, we And then this guy's thread. Now, the guy – so the guy quote was quoted in the Forbes article. Then he also um, has a Twitter thread. His name is Garrick Hillman, and he actually works for blockchain. But he says, we have information about a small immaterial quantities of Bitcoin, Ethereum, et cetera, that were acquired for testing research purposes. However, there has been no official confirmation that Bitcoin or any other crypto asset has been initially acquired to be held as a reserve asset by central by a central bank. And I also, I when I was in Israel, someone someone gave me a statement that was more firm than that one saying that he knew that central banks acquired it. Um, and you mentioned the experimentation also, again, this is a, another rumor out there. This guy is putting, uh, well, he's putting it out on Twitter and Forbes is quoting this guy. What you have to remember is patience. It will happen. It will happen. we're one day closer to it happening, but the rumors are starting to circulate and percolate a little bit. Keep your eyes open. Uh, there'll there'll be some smart smart central banks that that get it early and it will help their countries. Pound that like button. Well, it'll probably help them like even spend. (laughs) They'll be like, oh, we're rich. Let's let's spend even more now. Okay, but it'll be good for, no matter what, if if these guys, uh, if these central banks start acquiring Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency, it'll be good for the holders. Holders of last resort, baby. It pays off. And yeah, am I 2020? Could it be 2021, 2019? Who knows when the news will come out? You know, you just that's why you gotta have a strong hand and you gotta defer gratification to be a long term thinker. Moving on. This is a from Breaker magazine. This is a quote Distributed systems have the ability to give power to the powerless. They also let the powerful flourish. And that is from Stephen Williams' new book blockchain, the next everything. So they let this guy promote his book in, in their magazine. And he, he says that, that quote, which again, distributed systems have the ability to give power to the powerless. They also let pow- the powerful flourish. So he's I mean, he, he's saying, well, it's good, but then he, the powerful can flourish. You know, there's a good side, there's a bad side. Yeah, I, I don't look at it that way at all. I simplify it even more. I put it into Meister speak. So everyone can get it, and everyone can be happy. Bitcoin gives everyone the ability to flourish. That's all you have to say. It doesn't matter if you're poor, if you're rich, if you're power hungry, if you're not. It, 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 if you if you do it right, if you hold it, you're going to flourish on whatever level you're at. If you have one bitcoin, if you have a hundred bitcoin, whatever. It, it it doesn't it it doesn't discriminate. Should should we say it, if you're poor? Um, you're not going to be able to flourish less than the rich guy who gets it. Okay, Bitcoin gives everyone the, the ability to flourish. Don't worry that if a richer person is going to get is going to get even more rich, it doesn't matter. You're a middle class guy and you're solidifying your life, and you're going to be able to flourish. So don't 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 be jealous of the other guy. Don't be envious. This is not a place of envy, and it's not healthy. Molotov Cocktail sent $2 in the Super Chat. He says, Ola. I say, thanks a lot, dude. And you know what else I say? Pound that like button. So, yeah, I got on one of my email addresses for some reason. I'm on some Litecoin Foundation email list, and they send me updates. And you know, yesterday I was talking about uh, altcoins marketing themselves. And the Litecoin has a foundation that obviously markets itself. And they're using the Litecoin having as a marketing opportunity, which is a good idea. They sent me a reminder that it that the Litecoin having is coming up soon, so I'll remind all of you guys to go to LitecoinBlockHalf.com. It's linked to below. Everything I talk about in this video is linked to below. Uh, and in 133 days, on August the sixth, 2019, they're going to have their uh, the Litecoin having. What that really means. You know, if you're a Litecoin holder, you're, there's less Litecoin produced. Okay? It's, to me, it's not a big deal. Uh, it, it, it will start to wake up some people. Whoa, wait, what's this halving thing? There's going to be a Bitcoin halving too, isn't there? Oh, you know, it's, it's one of the first sparks to make people aware of the Bitcoin halving and the halving hype. Uh, but I really don't think the Bitcoin halving hype will start until probably December of this year or January or February of next year. Uh, but the litecoin ha- hey Litecoin's having them they're they're hyping themselves so hey if you're interested in that in that thing instead of asking me about the litecoin having just check out the litecoin having uh, clock site and you'll, you'll know when it's coming it's it's august the 6th all right but hey th- again i i enjoy i i appreciate that they're reminding everyone the foundation that they're having a, a having. So, let's speak, and that is, and Litecoin is a top-tier altcoin. I was going to get into, and this will be tomorrow show. Tomorrow show will be early, or even earlier than this, hopefully, God willing. And uh, because I'll be on a plane by this time tomorrow. Uh, well, I'll be on my way to the airport to get on the plane. But the point is, is tomorrow I'm going to be talking about second-tier altcoins. And there's a reason, there's a reason. There's a, I've said there are many, uh, well, there'll be clear definitions of what is a top tier and a second tier altcoin? and then of course the the top the tip of the timidy top is Bitcoin, which is not an altcoin at all. And there'll be certain ways of judging this and we're, we're slowly realizing uh, what these uh, mechanisms are. and I'll talk about one tomorrow. That's just a little preview. But for now, let's talk about the top tier altcoins uh, going through well, Bitcoin went through a scaling fade, Okay, it went through the gauntlet. It's been ripped. The community has been challenged. It's been cut. You know, the, it's been forked off of to form another community that claimed that it was Bitcoin. And you know, it has gone through the gauntlet. As I think and- Andreas Antonopoulos he put it in different words, but basically that Bitcoin has been poked and prodded and attacked and it's been tested every time it gets stronger. Well, it, if you want to even get close to being Bitcoin, you've got to go through your, your coin, or if you're a coin, you've got to go through this, the same thing. you got to go through the Bitcoin gauntlet. And Bitcoin is way ahead of the game in, in the way of it. it's been tested and attacked. But Ethereum now is going through some of these tests, uh, scaling and the community breaking up. And so Argin has a very interesting, so it, it, it's, a, it's probably the top of the top tier altcoins because it's, it's dipped its toe into the Bitcoin gauntlet. Well, more so than dipping it. It's, it's been hit. It's been poked and prodded a, a little bit here. But Arjun reminds us that every Ethereum competitor has to go through the platform and community development Ethereum did to compete uh, in, through 2014 to 2018. Ethereum is witnessing some of the community splits and contentious attacks Bitcoin en- encountered now. This is the public blockchain hero's journey. So he, but he calls it a hero's journey. But he, uh, he's referring to that there are competitors to Ethereum that think they can be the next Ethereum. They got to go through what Bitcoin, what Ethereum went through uh, from 2014 to 2018, which is nothing compared to what Bitcoin has, has gone through. So there's a whole, there's a whole level here. Uh, okay, moving on. Pound that like button. Follow me on Twitter at techball P-C-H-B-A-L-T. There's some stuff for tomorrow. Uh, Mr. Hoddle or Hold. I don't say Hoddle. I say Hold. Oh, I just said it. Oops. Uh, The root problem with conventional currency is that the trust that's required to make it work. The central bank must be trusted not to debase the currency. But the history of fiat currencies is full of breaches of that trust. Banks must be trusted to hold our money and transfer it electronically. But they lend it they out in waves of credit bubbles with barely a fraction in reserve. We have to trust them with our privacy. Trust them to not to let identity thieves drain our accounts. So there, he goes through all the, the levels of trust we have to go through in the fiat moneta- monetary system that we're so used to. So using learning from that, you can see what trustless means when it comes to Bitcoin. With Bitcoin... You don't have to worry about it being print. You know how much there's going to be. It's not being lent out. It's not being debased. Well, that's what I just said before. And uh, yeah, it's uh, you don't need to, it, It's not giving away your privacy. Uh, they're not selling. It's not <laughs> selling your information. It's not uh, shutting you off. It, it doesn't drain your accounts. Yeah, trustless as opposed to all those things you got to worry about with trust just click on the link and read it. It's pretty darn good. Uh, Marty Bent came out with his March 26th newsletter and it it reminds us of something that we all should be, push versus pull in terms of Bitcoin versus your credit card. With your credit card, when you pay for something with your credit card, the, the merchant pulls from your bank account. It pulls from your credit. It gets into your system, should we say. It gets into your bank, all right? And it can keep on pulling into there if it wants to, if it was malicious, was you but with Bitcoin, you push it out. You put no one no one can get in there if you control your private key. No one can pull any Bitcoin out. Okay. No one can take from you. There are no chargebacks in Bitcoin. And this is the base of that. There are chargebacks in credit cards because they can they can get in there. They can get into your account. Um Anyway, remember that push versus pull. That's one of the beauties of Bitcoin. When you, when you deal with a merchant, they, they can't take more than you push out to them. But with credit cards, they can. And then of course you and then with, with the merchants, you, you can't pull your Bitcoin back either. Once they got it, they got it. If you with a credit card though, you can pull it back and you can rip them off, which they don't like, which is why they should like Bitcoin. All right, Kurt Russell is in a new movie called Crypto. It's deb- It's like coming out in April, and some people say it looks cheesy. I link to the preview below. I say it's good, even if it's a bad movie. It's good because it is all these people that are going to be watching it. They're going to be, oh, what is this cryptocurrency? This looks kind of cool. This guy's a rebel. This guy's uh, into controversy and getting, you know, adventure and jumping off of buildings or whatever. This. This Bitcoin thing, oh, there's money involved. What is this? So I, I consider a, a promotional tool for Bitcoin, a positive. And, and you know, they might they might talk about Russian agents and all sorts of nonsense in there too. But it's called crypto. It's coming up in it's coming out in April, I think. I'm not paying to see it, <laughs> but I, I, again, a lot of people will see it. And even if it's bad, they're going to learn about Bitcoin. And who knows? Who knows what might come about from it. I, I consider it a positive. Again, there's some marketing there. For, thank you, Hollywood, right off the street, Hollywood uh, for for marketing uh, crypto for for me. That was very nice of you. A bit for Bitcoin. As I said yesterday, I was talking about Jeff Skilling. I said, you know, everybody, even guys involved in Enron are going to wake up to wait but what is this crypto thing? What is this Bitcoin thing? we We're gonna want a piece of the action. And Aaron von Weirdum has a tweet that kind of talks about that. He says, Bitcoin has proven naysayers so wrong in the past decade that they're starting to find jobs in the space. So people who were totally against Bitcoin, now they're they're, they're getting into the space. The the, the haters are getting jobs in the space. And and that just shows you that everyone, everybody's going to want a piece eventually. Everyone that's got some financial understanding or wants to debate finance and technology They'll, they, if they, they're haters at first, they can be converted and they can be forgiven and they can come into the space. It doesn't discriminate. You could be a hater once and then get a job in the Bitcoin space. If, uh, even if you're still kind of a hater, you know, it doesn't, you could do it, or you can just hold the Bitcoin. That's better than getting a job in the space, I, I think. It, it definitely can be. All right. Neil uh, Leibowitz sent me, sent a bunch of guys this tweet, and it, it reminds us of, uh, some privacy and some, it's the uh, it's his summary excerpts from the cyberpunk cypherpunk manifesto uh, by Eric Hughes and the thread is good so check it out again it talks about privacy a lot and, and a quote from this thread is privacy is the power to selectively reveal oneself to the world all right thank you and uh, this uh, this manifesto it has a lot to do with. Bitcoin. So check, check it out. If you want, if you have some time, it goes by fast. It's a summary. It's like an eight eight or 10 tweet thread. That is it. Pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister. Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, bang that bell button. Check out all the links below. I'll be back on tomorrow. Click on those squares, uh, share this on. Uh, thanks for all the support dudes. And the best thing you can do is just the, the, a free thing you can do is just share it over Twitter, share it share it, whatever. And and definitely check out my Twitter feed during the day. And if you need a podcast version, sportsmeister.com. Let's talk to you guys in chat now. Bye.